Hello, everybody, and happy Monday. I am excited to be back with some coffee, sharing with you guys about boundaries. Now, over the weekend, I had a really awesome TikTok live experience where people were asking me a bunch of questions, and that was really awesome. So if you ever want to do a Q&A live with me outside of this kind of format, I will be doing those on TikTok. I'm not quite sure about a schedule yet, but I will say that that was just such a fun experience, and people had really great questions, um, things that are super relevant to the questions I hear in therapy, and some of the questions I've had even in my own journey of trying to set healthier boundaries. Now, the other thing that I wanted to talk about was, um, so there are two different pieces that I want to talk about to finish up boundaries today to make sure that I'm doing it due justice. And the first is how to set boundaries with difficult people. So I want to give the preface that if somebody is abusive in response to you setting boundaries, then that is not a person that's safe to set boundaries with. And no amount of tips or tricks or you being emotionally healthy is going to fix that. And just honoring that that might be a person to figure out some safety planning around as far as, you know, having that relationship with them and even maybe setting some major self boundaries as far as how much you will communicate with them if you'll have an out every time you are with them. Because I realize that sometimes these people are family members. Um, so if a family member isn't a safe person to set boundaries with, I think it's just knowing that when you spend time with them, you're going to always need to have like a safe out or a safe way to get out of that situation if they just cannot, for whatever reason, respect and honor your boundaries and your needs for emotional and physical safety. Um, I think, again, a lot of people, physical safety is more obvious, but emotional safety matters too because every time you spend time with somebody that is emotionally abusive, that tears down at your own self-esteem and self-respect when you can't set boundaries and create safety for yourself. And it does cause trauma in your life. So that is something to take into consideration. So... Sometimes people are just difficult to set boundaries with, and it's not that they're necessarily physically or emotionally dangerous to set boundaries with, but they just don't respond well, especially at first. And I want to give the general tips for setting boundaries with difficult people. And the first thing is be assertive. Don't apologize or explain your boundary and try to keep it as short as possible. Um, sometimes when people are feeling a little guilty about setting their boundary or uncertain, they will kind of drag on and try to explain themselves or say, you know, I'm sorry that I feel this way. But the truth of the matter is, you know, you don't have anything to apologize when it comes to setting boundaries and you don't have to explain yourself. You really don't. I think we feel often like we do, but we don't. I think the, at the end of the day, a boundary is just important to be um, honored just as it is. And sometimes with difficult people, again, it's important we keep it as short and concise as possible. I'd also be prepared to repeat your boundary if needed. Sometimes with people that, you know, don't always respect boundaries at that first setting of them, you know, you may have to repeat yourself. And again, when you do repeat yourself, keep it short, keep it simple, keep it sweet. Um, and that's all you can do. Now, the biggest piece of this is prepare to self-regulate. If you know somebody is going to be reactive and either react in aggression, 
react in anger, react in passive aggressiveness, or sometimes people do the like silent treatment or distance themselves whenever you set boundaries. Be prepared for that and try to make sure that you don't react to the reaction because once you react to the reaction, you lose your power. You lose your ability to set this in a calm way and then that person can then make this about how you reacted versus it being about the boundary, which again, for some people, when they have a hard time facing the fact that they didn't react well, they're just going to like, you know, focus on your reaction and make it about the fact that you didn't react to their reaction well, and that becomes its own dance. The other thing too is it's important we don't react for our own self-regulation too, because it's just a much more peaceful place when we know like, hey, that person gets to be angry, they get to be distant, they get to be... They get to respond and react in a way that I don't necessarily think is a great reaction, but I'm going to let them be in that space and try not to control that and try not to let it cause me anxiety either. Because usually people try to control people's reactions when they feel anxiety or unsettled by their reactions. So the less that we feel anxiety or unsettled by other people's reactions, the more that we can set these boundaries without trying to control the reaction because we'll know at the end of the day, even if they don't react well, that we are going to be okay and that we can self-regulate and we don't have to like sit in anxiety. Now, it's never super comfortable when someone reacts poorly to us setting a boundary. Like that's never like, yay, I'm glad you're mad at me. Um, but it is, it's different when we know like, hey, I can let that person be mad at me and let them kind of cool off for a bit. And then we can talk about this later when they're in a better space without it disrupting your whole entire day or causing you a bunch of anxiety or you trying to fix it in that moment. Because sometimes people just need time and space to process things. So I think the biggest part of that, you know, you could be concise, you could repeat yourself, but the really winning thing is learning how to self-regulate when people don't respond well to our boundaries so that we can not feel like we have to control how they respond and not be scared to set boundaries because we know that at the end of the day we're going to be okay and we can trust that we're, it's not going to like totally throw us off either. The other thing I want to talk about is one of the questions that came up a lot is how you set boundaries in a relationship you've been in for a very long time. Hello, Christine. Good morning. Um, and, and so I wanted to talk about that too. Uh, it is difficult for us, even when we make good change in a relationship, it is really hard to set boundaries if we've never set them before. And so I would encourage you that if you have to set boundaries in a relationship you've been in for years and years and years, and you haven't set boundaries, that you have a conversation when both of you are calm just about the fact that you're learning how to set boundaries and why this is so important to you and why this is going to be helpful for the relationship. I think once people realize like that you are making a change and you actually voice that before you go into like boundary setting mode, um, they kind of know what to expect and they don't feel so caught off guard. And also when you frame it in the way like, hey, I'm doing this because this is going to make our relationship better. And we're going to have more emotional intimacy and closeness because the truth of the matter is if we don't set boundaries over time, people feel resentment and they distance themselves to create safety because they don't set boundaries. And so really like the, it's a gift for our relationships to start setting boundaries because boundaries are not necessarily meant to like be walls. They're actually meant to be like, 
hey, how can I navigate this safely with you so I don't just create distance or resentment or anger towards you and in that way not be close to you. So they do foster more intimacy at the end of the day. And often our partners simply don't even know the little things they're doing that are frustrating us or causing this anxiety or resentment until we communicate with them. And I don't know how many times I've seen this in the couple's work that I do where one partner will finally set a boundary some in some area of their life and the other partner looks over at them and they're like, why didn't you tell me this before? Like, I didn't realize I was hurting you in this way, right? And so, again, it's a gift for us to just open up and, and be vulnerable and share the things that are okay with us and what's not okay. And also, you know, in that we won't have to create this artificial distance to create safety in our relationships when we're not comfortable with setting boundaries. So boundaries are loving, they are kind, they are compassionate. In a new relationship when we're setting boundaries, it doesn't have to be as formal. We don't have to sit down and have like a conversation about having boundaries and we don't have to set them so methodically like we will have to typically do in older relationships. Um, in newer relationships, it's simply about communicating with that person what's okay and what isn't okay as it comes up. Or if there are things that are really important to you that you feel are important for people to know beforehand, you know, having a, a casual dialogue about that and just letting them know like, hey, these are some general things I'm cool with. Here's what I'm not okay with. And it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be super formal or super serious, which is kind of the nice thing. So I will say Setting boundaries in new relationships is often a lot easier than setting boundaries in an old relationship because, you know, both partners, both people get used to doing things a certain way. And like I said, we kind of will like fight for homeostasis, even if keeping things the same is not healthy. Um, so it is uncomfortable at first when changing in old relationships, but so worth it. So worth that discomfort to get to the other side of actually opening up space for kindness and intimacy in a relationship like you'd never had it before. So I wanted to, again, generally answer some of those questions, setting boundaries with difficult people, how to set them in both older and newer relationships. Um, if you guys have any other specific questions, I'm happy to answer those. I hope this series on boundaries has been helpful for you. We are going to be delving into how to be with toxic parents and how to heal from toxic parenting um, in the future. Well, in the future as in like tomorrow. So I'm really excited to start a series on toxic parents and toxic relationships and for us to learn together like how that impacts how we are as adults and how we can heal that. So that is what is on the docket. I hope you guys have a wonderful Monday, Christine. Yes, habits are so hard to break. Yes, especially in relationships because it takes both people getting used to that discomfort and kind of, you know, navigating it. Again, we get so used to that homeostasis sometimes. Um, but yes, I hope you guys have a wonderful Monday. I will check in with y'all tomorrow, Tuesday, and we will be talking about toxic relationships. All right, bye y'all. Take care.